0: Hello everyone, this is Robbie Joe with uh, the podcast of wrestling. Uh, this is episode 2 and we had, as a guest, uh, Adam Soto with uh, Hot Dog and Handshakes. Uh, we spoke a little bit about Hot Dogs and Handshakes and uh, his journey in uh, the wrestling uh, industry. Uh, not only as a referee, but also as a wrestler and even though as a an announcer. So, guys, sit and enjoy this second episode of the podcast of Wrestling. And don't forget, share. Share with your friends and families. And be part of the uh, podcast of Wrestling Family. Alright, so we're live. Uh, welcome to another episode of POW Podcast of Wrestling. This is El Presidente Robbie John Medina along with
1: Boss Lady Alexis Shannon.
0: And today we have a special guest, and he's not a referee on the you know, well, he's a referee, but not tonight. Um, (laughs) we have we have tonight, uh, Adam Luis Soto from Hot Dogs and Handshake. Um, you guys know, uh, Adam, uh, he basically is, uh, one of our senior, uh, referees and also, uh, for the last, I will say, since we started with uh full blast, um, he's been the, um, the, the voice, I would say
2: of, uh, POW full blast. Isn't it, isn't it that right? Yeah. So, something like that. I mean, uh, I've been doing commentary. We've done. Uh, I did a POW episode on the podcast. We do. I did a couple of interview segments for you guys. So I, gu- I guess you could say that I'll take That's the role. I'll, ta- I'll take the title. Yeah, I'll take voice-overs, the title. Problems, yeah. commentary, <laughs> interviews. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. The last,
0: the last uh, on the last episode, he was doing the interviews with his referee shirt. Uh, did you plan that? And what, what happened? Did you lost? Uh, did you plan to do that, or or, or that was something that you just in, in the moment how, how well,
2: was that i mean as we all know in wrestling sometimes you got to be able to fill multiple shoes i got to fulfill multiple roles and that was just one of the things that i had to do because that was uh just moments after the attack by iwa at the last pow show before what was supposed to be pow invasion or uh, excuse me lucha invasion so it, that was like right after that i was like still in my referee uniform and i was just like you know what like I need to, to to find out what our roster is thinking because I need were, to let our fans know.
0: weren't you on the last uh, on the main event on the, that night?
2: Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, taking
0: over to uh, Zeke. Yeah, yep, that was yeah. In the you were of that.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's why. So that's why I, you, I was yeah. out there in the mix. Yeah, that, unfortunately, that I caught a I caught a steel chair to the that back. I caught a, a nice forearm from uh, one Sir Salazar so
0: (laughs) it's just that many people doesn't know like you know that when you work on on uh this kind of uh, uh you know the logistic and everything so so you plan to a certain extent but then actually that was legit chaos i mean at what point when 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 everything ended and everything and it was all you know bruised and and battered from from all everything that i got from from iwa and uh and, and controversial on everything. And it was like, oh hell, what just happened here? <laughs> yeah. Like people were like the fans were running away from their, their shares and everything. It was like that was not supposed to happen. It was yeah. like it was complete, complete chaos. Um, but yeah, I man, mean, it was the a- amount of
2: bodies that were out there was ridiculous. You gotta because you gotta think about it. We had three different rosters out there, so it was crazy. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> I mean, usually the uh, the the whole locker room is is pretty like like
0: comfortable. We usually have like two locker rooms and everything. And that mm-hmm. day that night, it was so like I would say packed. It's like a, oh my god! I fe- I felt like I was in the in the back of a a, a small warehouse. You know, when those those shows uh, are in the, in the small you know in the back on the on the warehouse, and basically you barely can can no walk because uh, there were so many people uh, yeah. for the space. So that was like that. It was it was pretty pretty intense.
2: Yeah, it was it was a full locker room and it was a full crowd. Like I like I specifically remember like seeing some of our uh, POW security and staff like adding chairs on to the crowd because there were so many people out there. Like it, yeah. it was it was it was just a lot going on. It was an exciting show, first of all, because, the, you know, the it was a great show up until all what happened at the end. Um, you know, everything from the opening match to the main event. Crowd, the crowd was loving it, and it was, you know, I. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the biggest crowds that POWs had in in a while.
0: We we have a good turnout. Um, well, November, November was no November was kind of a decent. It was like a eighty or ninety people. Um, uh-huh. the one before that it was for the uh, women's championship. It was not bad. Um, I I, I would say that. Since we are in the, uh, in the uh, Seminole Rec Center, we're being like uh you know growing and growing and growing and growing. It's like uh it's like a r- yeah. roller coaster, man. It's like uh you know yeah. you have ups and you have downs and you have ups again and you have downs again. Um, yeah. but I'm I mean, still... just
2: like anything in the wrestling business, it's definitely. a bunch of ups yeah. and downs, man. And I mean, and more often than not, it's downs.
1: We were we were definitely, as you mentioned, uh, adding chairs for sure. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it happens where you know people come and they want ringside and. It's kinda of hard to turn them away when they clearly are so eager and they want to sit ringside. So you try to accommodate yeah. and, and do what you can. So so yeah, we were definitely adding chairs on and and that is right. That was one of the bigger crowds we've had in a while.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you could you could feel it because like even just being a referee, I remember walking out there and you could feel like the excitement. There was, you know, it's a little buzz and it's like Yeah then at the end of that as everything was happening it's that buzz turned into just like this chaotic energy it was like
1: well it was it
2: it was tangible it was weird
1: remember this too it was you know the first show coming back after the little short break we took you know for the new year and the holidays and all that so i think that it was part of the momentum there everybody's super excited um before last season, when we did Back to Business, it was super high momentum, super high energy, too. Everybody's yeah, yeah. like ready to get back at it, you know.
2: So, what? I mean, I could only imagine what things are going to be like now after all this. Uh, I don't even want to say the name of the virus stuff going on. Oh, <laughs> shock, man. I, yeah, man, I, I, I uh, I think if it's, I hear um,
1: that name again, I'm going to
2: explode. Exactly. Yeah, so we're, that's we're why I don't want to the... give it the time of day to say its name. But it's like, I can only imagine, like, I've never seen so many people so eager to go to wrestling shows before. Like, like you realize it's, it's one of those things that, like, people that's saying, um, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, it's gone yeah. right now. So, yeah, yeah it's gone until further
0: notice. It's... Until further notice. Um, Here's the thing, man. I... It's just that when you, think about the virus um okay let's say that they lift the um the stay at home order let's say by the end of uh this month that nobody they haven't said anything yet yeah when you have state you know like places like for example disney universal that they just said that they're not going to open for the rest of the year and that, that's which
2: is the crazy deal.
0: it's crazy that never happened in the history i mean no. i mean when when that kind of stuff happened, you know that what is coming for Disney, for example, is that it's pretty it's pretty uh um you know it can be it can be bought by another company you know because yeah. they just put so many they invested they had so many investments um you know with the uh, Fox um uh, when they they purchased Fox and with everything that they they've been investing in and then now you have. I would say sixty percent. If I think it's like fifty or sixty percent of his uh, uh, profit is is from the parks, and now you don't have that, yeah. so what is going to happen with that? You know, at least. And I will say this: um, us just putting that hold on uh, on POW that would not that haven't affected us. Much, yeah. I mean, yeah, we 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 lost what whatever we we put on the for the for the upcoming show because we had to cancel maybe like two three weeks before the show, yeah. Um, but it's not something that okay now we cannot run anymore because we
2: are so so into like that, uh, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, man, there's yeah, people that,
1: that maybe
0: are so thankfully, yeah. And yeah. there's
2: other people there's gonna have the stimulus check pro wrestling, brother. Coming right. back. <laughs> we're gonna have our well, here,
0: well, what was that what was the meme that you uh that you shared that uh we all received the uh twelve hundred dollar symbol check, but for the wrestler it's a hot dog and a handshake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gives <sees> their stimulus <laughs> check, but I got two extra hot dogs in the mail this month, so all right. there, <laughs> you see, there you go. if it's okay. in Puerto Rico,
0: it's a hot dog and a medal I'm sorry, yeah, empanada and a medalla. that's it. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 hey. Anyway, anyway. So so basically I just wanted to start because your your biggest baby is uh hot dog and handshakes, which is uh, uh you know POW, um I would say emeritus and primary podcast. I mean I started with this podcast, but it was because yeah. of, of COVID. Um but t- talk a little bit about uh hot dog and handshakes. I mean how you came up with the idea, if it's something that you that it was something that you wanted to always do, or it was like a uh you know something that just came one day. So so how 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 did uh how handshakes
2: just you know uh, well. yeah so, like what was
1: out. the journey?
2: So uh the the beginning idea like uh I'm I'm a big fan of the Jericho podcast. You know we've talked about that before. Uh, I really loved Chris Jericho's podcast and I listened to it and like it was always WWE guys, UFC fighters, you know rock stars. But in my head, I was always like, why does nobody do this for indie guys? Like, why is there nobody doing this for, especially in Florida, of all places, with such a huge local independence team? Like, why is nobody doing this? And I had thought about it before, but I I had kind of just brushed it off, like, whatever. Um, I didn't think, oh, let me do something about it. Like, that wasn't my thought process. Um, But then uh, it it was just a kind of something spurred out of um, a bad spot in my life where I felt like I just needed some sort of creative outlet because I wasn't like wrestling. Uh, I wasn't refereeing. I really wasn't doing anything. Uh, I, I was just completely out of touch with wrestling for a little bit. And, uh, I was just like, I need to do something. And I was like, you know what? I I had thought about doing this podcast thing. I was like, why not just do it? Like, screw it. Let me just do it. Why not? You know, if nobody ever listens, then I could say I at least did one. Doesn't even matter. So... (laughs) But then my biggest issue was coming up with a name. I was like, what the heck am I going to name a podcast that interviews local guys? Like, I don't know. And I was thinking, I was like, dang, like, I was just trying to think. I was like, no, I'm like looking at different podcasts. I'm like, there's indie casts, and there's like Turnbuckle Trash Talk. And I see all these people with good names. And I'm like, dang it. Like, what the heck do I name my podcast? And then I had just so happened to like, look back and see like a Facebook memory and uh, it was a Facebook memory of when I took my first wrestling road trip uh, with Salazar and Ronnie Rios and Caden Green of Dakota. Uh, we took a road trip up to the Panhandle and wrestled uh, at Revolt Pro Wrestling. And it was the first time that I had heard the phrase hot dogs and handshakes. <laughs> because it, it, it was like it was a literal like example of what hot dogs and handshakes is because we went up there. Like, it was something like a six hour drive uh it we drove to uh crestview florida which is like right it's getting close to the border of alabama and we got there wow and then we wrestled you know did the whole deal uh at the end of the show i got handed an envelope i think it had like 20 bucks in it or something like that and then he went hey you know thanks for coming kid nice to meet you um hey there's a cart out there you can grab whatever you want off of it you know have a good night we walk over there and sure enough stale nachos with with cold cheese and hot dogs
0: hot dogs man yeah dogs.
2: that's so, a
1: staple of wrestling
2: exactly so, <laughs> so so the natural the natural thing was uh for uh dakota and salazar and myself to flash our pay with a picture of the hot dogs and handshakes and be like I I forget what the caption of it was but it was literally saying like we get all the money all the hot dogs and the handshakes and from there I was like oh my god that's perfect hot dogs and handshakes podcast and I was like for those people who get it they're gonna love it but for those people who don't get it when they read the description and understand what it's about then they'll love it you know I, I I personally thought I was just like it's perfect (laughs)
1: so let me ask you this was it between any other names or you hadn't even got that far you just found that one and that's the that 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 was it or were you thinking no
2: like I I couldn't think of anything else that's what was so hard about it 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 was literally like I I was just like what the heck could I do like it was almost like writer's block without being a writer type deal like I I could (laughs) not think of anything to save my life I was looking up like I was thinking of like different wrestling terms and I was thinking of like whatever different ideas and nothing, just nothing, nothing was nothing, sticking.
0: Nothing. Yeah. No, was like, it's just oh, that I... pretty much pretty much everybody was, you know, color and elbow. Somebody already, you know, exactly I, I like saw that before. Everybody, uh, had... body slam. That was already taken. Yeah, yeah, it was taken. Yeah. Su- the
2: suplex or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. that was Because so I follow like, like and exactly, I was trying to think of wrestling moves even and like, right. And like uh like one of the platforms that I follow like on Instagram like I was like, that's a great name was gorilla press media I oh, was yeah. like I, I was like I love that I was like that's great I love that and then turnbuckle trash talk I was like I love that like that's a great name I was like I have to come up with something good yep but Definitely. it took forever and and I was literally like sitting like literally laying on the floor in my room like trying for the life of me to find something and that post came up and I was like that's it. <laughs> well,
1: man, that it's awesome. That's a great name. Yeah.
2: So your first, your first guest was Salazar, wasn't it? No, it was not. Um, so my my first guest uh, was actually, it wasn't even a wrestler actually. Uh, my first guest was a friend of mine, uh, Ruben. He goes by the name Rube Digital. He's a, he's a rapper out of oh, okay. the area.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We listened to that one. I heard that. Yeah,
2: one. Yeah, yeah. So it, that was my very first episode that I did. Um, the first wrestler that I had on the podcast was actually Johnny Zeke. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Did you post it Did you posted those those podcasts like in that order? Uh, because I remember that I I, I saw the uh, Johnny Zeke, but actually that was like the third one that I that I uh um that I listened. I don't know if if I was like uh, going all over, and that's how if, I, I think I we listened out of order. So-
2: the, the, yeah you might have listened to or only because like I, I think i've seen like on apple Podcasts, like it shows certain episodes but not other episodes Oh, uh, okay if you have to like go click on the actual page and go and look but yeah um you know johnny zeke was the first wrestler I interviewed salazar was like my salazar was like my 10th episode i think or something like that oh wow i
1: know la brava
2: was in there pretty early right? Bravo was in there yeah yeah and and just, just to just to put it out here, just cause just to poke a rib at Salazar, uh, Brava's episode got more plays than his. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh <laughs> okay, you want to scary and controversial ink now. We can tell that the uh, the money the money and controversial is Brava, huh? Who's
1: who's riding <laughs> whose coattail now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, no. Wait, piggybacking on that, you know, you know something. And actually, I, I, I told that to uh to Brava one time. Um, the uh of all the matches that we have on YouTube, the match that had the most views,
2: it was is La Brava versus uh Kylin King. So yeah, I, I was there for that match. Actually, I remember seeing that live. I was like, wow. That match like, was that a was match. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. The, it was like. Controversial uh, They're a group that I've gotten really close with um Salazar I, I'm sure we mentioned it in the episode with, that. I did with him But me and him are, go back to first day of training type deal um, Well, I train. I was in training for about a year um, And then when he came in for his first day um, I was there we trained for a couple weeks and then we found out we lived in the same area together and we were like, dude, like let's carpool to training, save some money. And from there, like we've we've been really good friends ever since. And then uh, him teaming up with controversial, like I was there uh, when he went and wrestled for uh, NGCW for the first time. Uh, he actually wrestled uh, Senor Se, yeah, that day, and I was there in attendance and I watched it. And then I remember them becoming a team, and then Senor Se just with his bullshit funniness, like being as stupid as possible. It's, it, I love it. And then Brava just adding on to all that. It's just it's funny to sit there and watch the three of them banter between each other. That by itself is like entertaining.
1: But man, they fit <laughs> together so well too, you know?
2: They really are. They're yeah. they're those three like they clicked right away because I was also there the first time that controversial became a team, um, it was I'm like telling their story on my episode <laughs> <thing>. but <laughs> but no no no, it's just i i was there that night because i refereed the match um it was salazar and san were, were already um teamed up and it was at an ftw show out in land lakes uh and at the they loop. Were, yeah at the loop it was it was yeah. at the, it was at the bar show yep. and i remember they were going to go to the ring and then brian idol was just like hey like do you want her to go out to the ring with you guys and they're like okay and then she ended up becoming like their the, impersonation. the rest
1: is history right
2: <laughs> oh no that's not my Brian Idol impersonation bro like, <laughs> like if, if I really it, it, god because Brava always says it exactly how he said it I just didn't want to say it like that but <laughs> the real way he said it the real way he said it is he goes hey oh uh, hey Jerome hey you want this fucking bra to go out there with you guys <laughs> oh my goodness every, every bride idol student has a bride idol impression i don't oh, care what Man, just... that's
1: good that's good stuff
2: but Grant, i was there that day and it's like right away like even without her or it was because i think it was relatively very early in the controversial ink days between salazar and Senyote. so i don't think they even really had their character really fully discovered but even then she still clicked in like perfectly fine and like a, like a that, puzzle piece yeah exactly ever I think since it was that, only
0: if, i think it was only like two or three matches uh, and then that that's when uh La Brava was added to that um yeah uh, to the equation um yeah yeah it's it's uh it, it was it was it was interesting actually i, I spoke to uh, salazar uh, uh and, and labrava uh you know later to do a uh, podcast with them um it, it I mean they, they, their story is is pretty interesting it's pretty interesting um they are you know they're controversial because actually they are legit controversial i mean they they don't they don't give a crap and uh they just they just tell stuff um the way that they that they see it and uh actually they 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 got legit some so many um i would say haters you know in in the business yeah. already yeah. um yeah. so it's it's not a gimmick I would say it's not a gimmick they are they are controversial you know Oh, for real. you know.
2: Something. Yeah. But it's like, like I said before, like, like Salazar is like a brother to me. And by default, uh, Senor Se and Brava become brothers and sisters to me, too. So I like I'll always be like, even though they turn their back on POW, you know, they're still, you know, brothers and sisters at heart. So like like when I found out they got the opportunity and they went to wrestle in Puerto Rico, I was like over the moon for them. That was so awesome. I, I was huge. so jealous, you know. <laughs> you, oh man, you had no and you're idea. you're over here talking about them having haters, bro, what's what are you doing? <laughs> Come on. I, I mean,
0: it's just <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was happy for them. It's just that I, I am. I, I was so jealous because I know that vibe. I mean, I know when when you when you wrestle in Puerto Rico, it's is like uh, the first thing that you, you only see in Perico is that every time that you you throw a blow, like are you going to punch somebody? The the the, the, the crowd start and it's like fwa and fwa that's that's one thing fwa with an f fouah. yeah it's with a fwa with a with an f that's true and then when and then basically when you miss the clothesline and then the, the guy's coming for the uh, for the crossbody it's going to be eh, and and don't forget thing. the air horns you know uh and uh, yeah exactly and then and then after the whole thing the whole comeback you start hitting the bah, 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 bah. Yeah. It's like the whole thing in Puerto Rico. It's it's, it's a whole different uh, vibe. It's a whole different uh, environment because here it's like a you can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah this na-na-na. is awesome. Exactly, it's a whole uh, yeah. and then basically if you have somebody who is uh, wrestling a, a, a Mexican or a Puerto Rican, then you start hearing the uh, USA, USA. So those are the you know the uh,
2: the type of uh, um. <laughs>
0: You I'm know
2: that, that, that just that just reminded me of something. It's 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 a story that it, it it was like in a match. It was it was Salazar had a heavyweight championship match, and I was refereeing, bro. I I I was like it took everything in me not to bust out laughing, because <laughs> it's Salazar. Um, I believe it was a fatal four way, uh-huh. and the, the three other guys were all American, and Salazar's Puerto Rican. Yeah. Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States.
0: Yes, but we're brown and we speak Spanish. In,
2: in the middle of the Contrary match.
1: Contrary to most people's beliefs. Or yeah, so, <laughs> so in
2: the middle of the match, Sal- they're all chanting, USA, USA, <laughs> USA. And because Salazar was, was beaten on and He stands up. He turns. <laughs> he looks. He goes, Puerto Rico's part of the USA. <laughs> and yo, I was like. They yeah. had to like cover my face I was like oh my god
1: okay so a little off topic and we won't digress for long but yeah. we we were watching the baseball classics uh, when it was oh, um, Puerto Rico versus USA for and the
0: know that was a final for, for the that finals
1: Robbie and I were out in like we were at this Puerto Rican place and everybody's like chanting Puerto Rico and I start chanting USA and he's like basically like it's the same thing and I'm like so what am I supposed to say how am I supposed to root for the USA then yeah if I'm rooting for USA then I'm rooting for Puerto Rico too but anyway so it just reminded me
2: of that yeah that was uh there there are so many moments that I have like in the ring with other people man like that's I think that's my favorite part of wrestling is is the in-ring moments man because like whether yes. it's laughter or it's happiness or just sad moments like anything man
1: so to go more into detail with that i have a question for you so yeah. as we mentioned you wear like many different hats like you've done interviews you've done roughing, you have wrestled yeah. what would you say is like your element like where's your zone with all of those things like what is your favorite
2: i mean my favorite thing in general is to perform so in any aspect that i could perform um it, it's that puts me at, at my happy place you know what i'm saying um of course my, my biggest uh, aspiration is to wrestle but above all my goal is to leave some sort of positive footprint on the wrestling industry so whether it be whether that happens through my in-ring work uh whether that happens when i'm wearing zebra stripes or whether i'm behind the microphone uh or just in production like uh however it ends up as long as I can do some sort of positive work in wrestling, then that to me is like like that's the dream scenario, I guess you could say. Like people ask you, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, what's your dream job? It's like I don't want to be a wrestler, a referee. I want to be a wrestling interviewer. I want to be a wrestling commentator, a wrestling something. I just want to work with wrestling.
0: And, and he, actually, gotcha. I will say this. Uh, you are one of the few people that can do all of those and you can do it good man Thanks. we
1: struggle sometimes with us like where's the best place to put him is it reffing is it, is it commentary stuff like what is it because he can do it all so like yeah where exactly can Thank we put him Like, is he, so, so we better use him here or over here like uh a...
0: so basically having an reyes for example right now that he works mostly in a, a backstage with with frankie uh you know he's now one of the producers of a, a, a pow so most of the time we have a hard time to get a, a referee so who's the next you know best you know uh, uh referee in that case so uh, that w- that came your 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 name because you basically you on you you have and i and we spoke that and we, we said that before you know uh in previous conversations you have something that the big companies is what they're looking for it's like a, it's a referee who knows first aids and who knows that in case a uh, uh, a wrestler uh, get injured like, for example, when Taino when Taino got got injured uh, with the uh, the uh, kick that Kevedo, uh when he clipped uh, yeah, yeah on the face, yeah, a so big, freak accident. yeah, exactly. that was crazy. And you were there, and you basically said, you you already know said in a moment, okay, this is what is happening. You don't have any fracture. It was just say uh, some some um um blood vessels, a big old hematoma, hematoma. Was crazy. yeah, but it was nothing yeah. At least it was nothing that it was broken, you know. Um, it's just that he he looked like Chuck from from the Goonies after that, but you know. Um, yeah. But at least you were there. Um, you all, you you have this ring awareness, and because you know you you also been a, a wrestler and you train as a wrestler, yeah. you have this ring awareness that you know what to do at one mo- at what moment when a when a match is is happening, you know.
2: Yeah, so. that that's what I what I pride myself on um, is uh, at, during my referee work is being able to know when somebody's okay or not. Um, because as we all like, like I, I've actually had somebody like tell me before, like, "Hey, why are you checking on the wrestlers so much?" And it's like, "Have you been in there? Like, have you done it? Like, at one bump, any anything in wrestling can can mess you up." So it's yep. like, it, it, so it's if you you could take a simple body slam, and if the next thing after that is gonna be a, a splash, but you're hurt and you can't take that splash, I need to yep. be able to know that. So it's it's very important for me. Like that's always my biggest thing. Like uh, I've worked with other referees. I, I've been refing for year and a half now, more or less, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I have I have guys who uh, are just starting refing. Or are, are – have been refing a little bit but are still kind of uneasy about it. Like when they ask me like, you know, what can I do to improve? Check on the wrestlers. That's my biggest pet peeve. It's like as long as you check on the wrestlers and you stay out of their way, you know, you're golden because I- – you just got to know the rules, stay out of the way, and check on everybody.
0: <laughs> and that's something that once you are inside of the business, um, sometimes the referee is like, "Oh yeah, that's the referee." You know, it's like no big deal. But yeah. once you are in the business, actually, the referee is actually the the most important person in that uh, on that ring at, at yeah. that moment. Um, and I think that's something that well, I, I got that because uh, I uh, I learned that from Frankie. You know, Frankie's been a, a referee for you know over 35 years yeah. and uh and I have Adam uh Adam Reyes too you know and and I remembered so much that how Frankie stressed you know how important it is to be not only a referee but being a good referee you know mm-hmm. for example I cannot be a referee I tried one time you know for that uh, uh field it, you know the match between Taino and, and masters man and, and I suck so bad at being being a referee mm-hmm. you know and uh, um so so it's something that you you do so good and um Thank you and, man, it's it's like a the days that you told me no I man I cannot be there. It's like damn man, come on, <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, it's like a uh, um and 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 now um, I've seen you because you you did a, a um an uh, answer for WXW and yeah. uh and you did that good because you already have the the um. Perform, not, you, know, you, you have never, the vibe. Never, never, you have never the vibe. Done have that the vibe. Exactly. I've never done that before, but though. You, oh, I was, no, no, you're, but no. no, no. Hang on. I,
2: I was freaking out, guys.
0: <laughs>
2: I was like, I, oh my I god. I mean, it's the
0: first time. When you do the first time, of course you're going to be you're going to okay. be nervous. But so now, after just, you've just, done like,
1: that, you have us hurt. questioning. Should we make him an announcer now? Like, uh, he can do that too. Cool. Oh, because James <laughs> just left.
2: I showed up that day and I was prepared to referee for them. And I'm there. I look. They have like six referees. And I was like, okay. Like I was sitting in my ref gear. I was just like, there's like five, six referees. There's like seven matches. I'll get one. Vertigo runs up to me. He goes, hey, can you ring announce?" And I was like, okay. I was like, uh, yeah. He goes, do you have a suit jacket? And I was like, no. He literally took his off and threw it at me. He goes, try this on. I put it on. He goes, if it's, you're the ring announcer. I was like, okay. so then i remember i i did i did the whole thing (laughs) and i remember afterwards i remember afterwards i'm walking back to my car and their their senior their senior official one of the agents uh walks up to me he goes hey man like you did a pretty good job tonight um he goes yeah you know thanks for stepping in man you know uh he goes, yeah, you know, you, I could tell you've done this before. So I remember he said something to that effect. I was like, hang hey, on. Whoa. I was like, I, I was like, this is my first time ring announcing I've ever done. It. <laughs> and he looks at me and his eyes get really wide. And he just goes, ah. like, out of exhales, I was like, what? He goes, thank you for not effing up because I told pops I vouched for you and said that you've done it.
0: <laughs> and I was like,
2: ooh, thank God I didn't mess up, man, because. <laughs> wow.
1: But you no, just yeah, have yeah. something that is like is natural for you, like a uh, podcast, yeah. interviews, like
2: Thank like you. on the
1: mic, commentary, that type of stuff. Like that just seems to come natural. So it's not a surprise that ring announcing would would be the same.
2: No, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't, cause, cause the thing is, I don't know where I I don't want to be one of those people that say like, oh I'm naturally gifted or whatever but it's like I don't really know where to attribute that to because it's like my in-ring ability I can attribute that to being I was playing sports my entire life growing up. You know um you know having some pain tolerance I can attribute to getting hurt playing sports. But having like commentating ring announcing whatever like I I don't know what to attribute it to in my life because I've never done anything like that before. It's never been in my forte, uh, speaking whatever to crowds or speaking on a microphone, whatever. Um, but like, some
1: people are just like, <laughs> that's how it goes. Some people will get yeah. up there and stutter and feel nervous and sweat and everything, but like, you just like do it and it's like normal. But you you also like it and you feel comfortable. So
2: yeah, and like. It's actually given me uh, opportunities outside of wrestling too. Um, I actually, yep. I don't know when this episode will be going up, but on May second, I'll be doing uh, ringside commentary for Vigilant MMA. Uh, I got awesome. to- wow. wow, that's great! Yeah, that's so it, great. I, it's landing me opportunities outside of it, and it's just it's been, by, cool. like, yeah. So you know, it's it's really cool.
0: You know how hard and uh, you know how hard is. The, to get into the uh, media, I mean me personally, I I studied production. I, I mm-hmm. mentioned that before. Yeah. Um I studied radio and production. I was never <clears> able <throat> to get into the actual media, like like working, like being being called for that. And for you to being there, you know, it, that's that's great.
2: That's and awesome. And let's not let's...
1: forget, you're young too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm uh 22.
2: 22. Yeah, I'll, I'll be
0: 20. Started, man.
2: I'll be yeah, 23 like... in November.
1: And you're just starting out in in your career with this stuff.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm super thankful to have the opportunities that I've had because, uh, like, you guys heard the episode that I did um, on myself on my podcast. I've I've been, like, this past year has been just, like, stupidly rough for me. It's literally been the worst year I've ever had. Um, But then when I look back and I realize, like, What happened to me one year ago that I say, oh, this is the worst year ever ended up being kind of one of the biggest blessings in disguise because after that I started taking bookings full time. I had no weekends off. Thank God, like in a good way. I had no weekends off because I was always booked, um, whether it was to be a referee wrestling commentary, you know, whatever. I was booked solid. and I was like, wow, like this is real. Like this is what this can be for me and then i started getting more opportunities like working with you guys uh, on the commentary and ring announcing for wxw now this like this mma opportunity is coming up i have like these different opportunities i was just like this has been such a good year like it's it's been it a bad growing pain yeah but i've gotten a lot of really great opportunities out of it and it's just like i'm so blessed like I, it's crazy but
1: well, you know something else too is you're like You're super open minded and and open to things. Like some people would take offense. Like if I don't book them as a wrestler and I book them as a ref, they would take offense to that. But you don't. You're like, you know what? Like that's good. Like any way I can make a positive impression or a footprint on the business, like I'm down for it. I have no problem if I'm not wrestling. I could be doing (laughs) interviews, I could be doing refing, whatever. Commentary, like it's cool. I'm cool with it. And you don't take offense to it. Some people will be like, I don't want to ref, I want to wrestle, and that's that. Like that's why you get far.
2: I remember somebody made a comment um one day I showed up to a show and that's another thing I show up to shows I'm not booked on uh that's something that a lot of that some people won't do which I can probably say I will show up to a show if I'm not booked because I want to try to get my face out there which is like I'll I'll do it um but I showed up to a show I wasn't booked on and I had my big old duffel bag that weighed like a thousand pounds and you're like dude like you're not booked why do you show up with this big old gear bag and I'm like well I have my wrestling gear. I have my referee gear. I have my medical equipment. I have my interviewing stuff. And I also have an outfit in case I need to be on camera. Are you prepared? Because from what I'm seeing, you have a singlet and a pair of boots. But I have all of this. I can fulfill any role right now. And you can't. And you never know who's going to see you. Exactly. So if I show up and I'm dressed professionally, I'm, I'm early, not even on time, I'm early, I have geared to wrestle referee interview um do announcing all of that stuff and i'm here it's somebody short guess who's gonna get that opportunity the next guy in line and that's me yeah. who's prepared and is professional that's my biggest thing too is like respect i mean at the end of the day because a lot of people either take opportunities for granted they act like they're too good for opportunities like no you're not like no <laughs> no nobody's too good for anything i'm sorry it's just it, not true
0: it, you know and, and, and something that I really like I would say sarcastic sarcastically love, you know, that means I despise. Um, <laughs> oh, I love when it. yeah no, my when, gosh. when somebody when somebody that is a, a wrestler and they let me see how I can say that they, they mark up their self they they just yeah. are so so fun of themselves and so full of themselves that and that happened to us i mean it's something that i've been told uh alexis i'm so glad that we are like on the back of the uh, uh pro- of the uh, whole promotion and uh, basically many people you know they they have frankie as the as a face of uh, pow when it's about like uh, uh talent relations and everything and i did that for a reason at the, at the beginning because nobody knew me here but uh-huh. the, reason I, the reason I did that is because I wanted to see the true colors of all the wrestlers, how they're going to um, behave, how they're going to be uh, approaching to me. I mean, yeah. that was one of the shows that I was actually helping. Um, Alexis was with me. Uh, that was one of the, uh, uh, you know, shows that I was helping with because we had something going on. Yeah. Um, but it was no work in that show because, you know, I am not a worker, you know. And uh, we were just talking after the show and everybody even even the uh um the trainer of the of the school they came here and just you know uh you know shake, shake hands with us and everything and one wrestler he's known i'm not going to say the name of course but did not approach to me at any moment or say hi or anything or you know knowledge that we were there and you know he knows who who we are already and he said you know um the show is over. Uh, we, we need you to to go out to get out of here. You remember that day, right, babe? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah, you, you, were that you were remember there. You were there that me. day. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 basically, basically, um, yeah. not only not only and and he's known for being for being that. You know, if you're not going to book him, um, he just, you know, bro, we are basically all in the same boat. You know, and and everybody has to play for the team. You know, and uh, um, that's something that um, when, you know, you don't know how many, how many bridges you, you, you're going to, um, you know, you're going to uh, break, you know, uh, or you're going to burn, burn, Mm -hmm. you know, how are going to burn just for that comment? Yeah. He's not going to be booking POW. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, and you, you never know um, because it's what I said, We, we are a startup. We yeah. only have, have had maybe 13 shows on our, you know, yeah. on our history. You know, you never yeah. know what is going to happen four or five years from now. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't want him on that show. And the day yeah. that he's going to come and say, hey, well, you don't book me. and say, okay, you remember that day and yeah. how you, uh, you know, I'm not going to book you. You know, you yeah. have
2: to. That's yeah. the thing. It's like wrestling is, uh, is, based, is built on respect that's the thing it's like and the thing is it's like people assume wrestlers are just all big dumb tough guys and girls whatever like no like wrestlers will remember stuff and they will remember little things and such as that such as a comment like that you will remember that come years down the road and that sticks with a lot like i have people in my in you know in my head that are just like like i don't have the respect for those people Because of things that they've said to me or interacted with me in a such way in the past. Because it's like, if I go up to you and shake your hand and you just kind of look at my hand, look at me and tell me the locker room's over there, tell me to F off, you know, that's like, I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, show the respect to you coming into your locker room and saying hello, whatever. But it's like, that's why I always like every single opportunity that I get is I will take. It doesn't matter, you know, I will try. I will do whatever. Of course, you know, I want to get paid. Anybody wants to get paid. But uh but I mean don't don't tell any other promoters, but I'll do most of this stuff for free, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just because I love it. That's
0: it. Said, that's it. Loud. That's it. Loud. Yeah, that's,
2: that's I'm just gonna kind of whisper that. But <laughs> but no, no, it's because I do it out of the love of it. You know, it's, you know, 25 bucks is might cover gas for a 2-hour drive, you know, there and back type thing. Um but it's at the same time, it's all comes down to the love of it. So,
1: man, you know what's sad though is that sometimes, like I will say, it's taken advantage of because they know that you guys love it, you the wrestlers, whatever, and that you yeah. will do it, and it sucks sometimes. But yeah, that's why it, that's what hot dogs and handshakes comes in.
2: Yeah, that's, l- that's literally, right. yeah, and it's it's unfortunate that there's some promoters out there who will take advantage of that because that's where this all lies. Is just a passion, a love for this stuff, because. Like I, I've heard it, God, who said it? I think it was Christian. Like Ed and Christian, I'm pretty sure Christian said it on their episode. Like I'm, I don't get paid to wrestle. I get paid to travel. I, I get paid for. go for... said that too. It might have been that I don't remember where I heard it, but it's like I don't get paid to wrestle I get I get paid for the travel for the long roads for for, you know For being away from my family and friends and missing events that you know, that's what I'm paid for I'm not paid to do the actual wrestling because that stuff is just what I love and uh, so When people try to act like they're too good or they're better than somebody else and when they try to um, act like they're better than a certain opportunity uh, it it really like it gets to me quick. Like I get really really angry because, um, like I I'm gonna tell this story again. Not naming names. I'm not gonna name the company. Um, but this person I've spoken with already. We've kind of resolved the issue. But this is just an example of what I've seen. It's like uh, you know, I get put into a main event match for a world heavyweight championship, and we're given twenty minutes for our match um with the you know with this other person and all of a sudden it gets turned into a triple threat and then cut down to five minutes curtain to curtain and i was pissed yeah i was mad because it was like four or five months worth of story work and promos that we were doing building this to this final you know eruption and it all just got thrown out the window so i was upset but i was like you know what i'm still gonna do my job they're paying me to do this i'm gonna do my job whatever it, it's Because. So it's, it's upsetting It's upsetting because because but the thing is, if I go out there and I do that job the right way, the promoters get to realize that and they know that I'm going to be able to do business. But right before I went out the curtain, like my music was playing, I heard the person say I never want to effing main event for this place ever again as the champion. And I just I stopped like I looked at them and I was like, like in my mind, I was like, how can you say that? Like, I'm over here working my tail off, cutting these promos to be in the main event spot, and you're here, and you just don't want it. And it it, it was – it's a moment where, like, I realized, like, that that's not just them. There's people out there that really don't appreciate these kind of opportunities because – Meanwhile, you have an entire roster that night beforehand. There was eight other matches that happened that night. Every single one of them are busting their asses to be in that main event picture to have that title around their waist. And you say you don't want it because you had to wait because your match got cut. Like. That's an issue like that. That's where you need to recheck your, you know, why you're doing this box, you know, (laughs) because it's. Yeah
0: but you some something that i always think on uh wrestlers because um i i i a i am a very uh advocate a lot on on wrestlers to build their own brand you know and you have to respect yourself as well i mean uh there's there's a reason why um everybody's everybody there is going to be uh that is in, in pow is going to perform one way or the other they're going to have a payday you know, yeah. and this because I respect everybody who gets mm-hmm. on the ring, not only on the ring, but uh, music, uh, the the ring, you know, everything. Because yeah. <clears throat> you know what, at the end of the day, you know they are they're putting an a, an effort for something that is my dream. You know yeah. what I mean? And and yeah, and basically, 100%. you know, and I cannot be selfish on that. I mean, they are putting that, their effort, um, uh not for them. It's for me. You know what I yeah. mean? So how are I not going to pay them to do that? Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, I, that's why I always keep telling them, yo, you have to work on your brand. You have to build yourself because you want that, um, uh, fan base. You want that fan base that, um, first of all, is going to get you more bookings because people are going to ask yeah. for, for you on other promotions. Once you go to a, a particular, uh, um, place a particular promotion there's going to be merchandise that you're going to have and people are going to buy your merchandise yep. so how you do that you you have to basically promote yourself and promote the place that you're going to be wrestling yeah you know there's this old saying say oh yeah the promoter is the one who promotes that's why he's called a promoter you know what actually they he should not yeah okay I, I have there's so many hats that i have to have you know one of them is promoting of course yeah. because I, it's my business but at the end of the day you know is is a, a team effort because yeah. I am I am I am I'm not doing this to make you know to make myself rich you know I am yeah. doing this because I loved it you yeah. know and uh, um, like
2: the way the way I see it though is the promoter can only so let's say uh, POW just I'm just gonna say for example let's say POW has 500 fans that follow social media just for example yeah those 500 fans might not be the same 500 fans that follow taino for example Mm. so let's say taino has 500 completely different followers so you can promote taino to these 500 people but if these 500 people have no idea that he's going to be at pow then it's you know it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because taino cuts his promos taino does his job as the heavyweight champion people come to see him so it, it's they come to see him. All of a sudden, they're fans of POW. Now they're following the POW social media yes, platform. Now exactly. they're following POW on YouTube. Yes. You know now now they're coming to the show. Now they're just gonna come to POW just to see POW. You yes. know if, if Taino's not there, so what? I'm gonna still go check out POW because last time I went, I wanted to go see Taino. But damn, that main, you know that co-main event was solid. That opener was really good. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it it's it's all um intertwining like cross promotion like everybody needs to do their part
1: It's what i always say like we can promote so much like yeah we can get the flyers we can give them to the wrestlers Yeah. But at the end of the day i can't say come see me wrestle i'm not wrestling yeah. i can say come see my show it's great we put on a good production i'm not in the ring wrestling yeah so you gotta sell yourself like mm-hmm. come see me wrestle Look at my promos. Watch this feud that's happening. I'm about to wrestle this guy. Like, it's all this stuff. Like, build it up yourself. Like, talk to people. Promote it. Like, I'm not wrestling. I can't say. If I was wrestling, sure, people would come see me and I would promote it. But as the promoter, I can only do so much. It's my show. Yeah, you're my family, my friends. You want to see what we're doing. Great, you know? But at the end of the day, like, it's a lot of the wrestlers. Like, it's their talent that's being showcased. Not not necessarily mine. On the production aspect, yes. But on Mm -hmm. the talent aspect, it's theirs. So...
2: 100% um, because like like you don't you don't go to to WWE to see Vince McMahon. Exactly. Or you don't go yeah. to WWE to see a producer. No, right. you go to see Seth Rollins, you go to see AJ Styles, you go right. to see Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, whatever. Roman yeah. Reigns or Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, you go to see those yeah. guys.
0: Exactly. And
2: it's like and and you can't get to that level without doing because you can't Okay, the way the way I I I ask myself if it's good enough, what, what product I'm putting out, is will people pay to see this? Will people pay money to buy this? So I have to think, would I pay to see this? Would I pay money to buy this merchandise? That's why. That's how I check to make sure my stuff is good enough. For whenever I am wrestling, I'm hypercritical of my promos because I think, would I pay to go see this guy wrestle? Would I pay my money? Because if I'm not going to pay my money, why would anybody else pay their money?
1: Right. Why is it different for someone else when a guy's cutting promos in the car or whatever, and it just doesn't even look like in their work like shirt? I, 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 <laughs> right? Like I don't want. Like I don't want to go see that. Why would I want to go see that?
0: I basically, I, there's been times that people send me uh, promos like that on the yeah. car or holding, and I just. I'm not going to put that on on Facebook. Oh, I'm not no, going to no, put that on on. Right. You know, no, there's not going to be there. That's something yeah. that, and you know how I am, very like picky with with prom with promos. Like when I yeah. when I what I put on the on the chat, you know, you you better come up with a good promo. Yeah. Um, I would say one of the best uh people, and uh, we basically spoke to, uh, about that last uh last episode. It was Nova. Oh, yeah. he did Great uh, sure. promos. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Kareem. Man, Karim really does good promos, good too. promos. I mean he 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 does the part. I mean I like his character, I like you know his his music, you know, he, he's natural on that. Yeah. Um I would say uh I like Chief, man. Chief Chief that, does good that, too. He does good with the, you know, the uh, um the the reservation, the Indian reservation. Uh he does he does good on that. Yeah, I
1: mean, you don't even have to be like super tech savvy. Just come with something different and something original. Like, yeah, it, you just don't do it in your car, like uh, holding the, the phone. Like, yeah,
2: you know As, what I aside mean. Aside like, from just, the actual vernacular and from your actual appearance, it, it's from from effort standpoint. Yeah, go somewhere decent looking. If get you have it, to do it, at your, if you have to do it at lighting, your house, yeah, get a blank background. Get a background that's not your kitchen or. Right whatever and dress up and fit your role that's that's my biggest pet peeve because when someone goes and they're they're cutting a a a promo selfie style with you know wearing just like a plain (laughs) t-shirt or they're in their work shirt even worse it's just like no (laughs) and
0: it's not not about and it's not about having a selfie promo because you know what R
1: I've
0: strong, seen some that are okay. Yeah, Armstrong. strong does a really good selfie promo. He's in the. He's at. Uh, uh, he's training. He's a training. Uh, you know, in the ring, he has, he has the the, the um the camera standing in, in a certain way that you can add su- stuff. Like sometimes I told uh, to Art uh, Artie uh send me the um send me your promo let me just add some stuff on on um editing you know some some pretty pretty basic stuff and actually it's good at, good it's it's a good promo. I mean it's also what you say on your promo. It's not it has to be yeah. it, it doesn't have to be very flashy. I mean Taino Taino is a person more is basic on what he does on his promo. But why when when he talk and he, what he says he is talk, meaningful. Oh yeah. my god it's the delivery like, I right. right. want to see this guy you know when, um, when he talks
1: he you
2: pay his... attention yeah
1: it's also depends on the character taino's characters are very raw like brawler like rough and tough like uh that's what he is so that those types of promos fit right so yeah there, naturally it, it he's not all, gonna do flashy stuff
2: yeah 100 percent. because it all like, like you said exactly it depends on who the character is because if you're gonna be i don't know you're gonna be a tough bar brawler, and you're gonna be this big badass who doesn't take no bullshit, whatever. But you're cutting a promo sitting at your kitchen table. Like probably not. Like, it's not fitting. But if you go like like some like some people that I always bring up, we talked about them earlier, controversial.
1: Controversial Inkman. Ink, yeah. I was Their are say promos
2: that. are never in a regular setting. They go to where it fits the look it fits the grit of who controversial is it yep. fits the look of salazar it fits the look of Senor say Se, and it fits the look of la brava it yep. fits all three of them i agree and and they do it and they do it well and it it's again it's all effort and then on top of that you have nova who not only dresses the part but acts the part asserts asserts his um I don't want to say dominance, but he he asserts his uh, his self, kind of mm-hmm. presents himself as the captain. That's you know he he presents his leadership. You know what I'm saying, and it sets him apart from everybody else because you can see the effort, you know, put into every single word that he's saying. And you have to care. <laughs> you have to care.
0: So okay, I'm going to wait. I'm going to actually put you on a on a tough spot right now. Um, <laughs> who. For you, who's your favorite one of all the? Uh, uh, are you going to be biased? Because you're going to say uh, controversial because of your friend of Salazar. But taking taking uh, controversial uh, out of the equation. Okay. Um, um, who who would you talking about character and uh, uh you know the the, the the delivery? Who's your favorite
2: one? With POW, my favorite. Oh, my favorite POW. Yeah. Uh. i would have to say like i know we just mentioned taino but i would have to say his because of delivery the just the the way he speaks is he lets you know what he's gonna do he lets you know what he's thinking and it's nothing fancy it's down to as simple as you decided to come up to me disrespectfully and now i'm gonna disrespect your entire being like it's it's nothing fancy it's straightforward to the point point. But it it's just it works every time, and the thing is that's the best part is that it's effortless for him. It's just who he is. He doesn't yeah. need to turn this character on or off. No, when you're talking with Taino, and when we've done our interview segments and we've done, you know, I've seen his promos. There's no on or off switch. He is Taino burn yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, when you're when you see his in his his promos, it's just like. You already know what's gonna happen to the guy on the other side of the ring. You know, it, you don't need to wonder. Oh, is he like? What's he insinuating? No, he's telling you straightforward. He's gonna come and punch your throat in, and, and said, you have nowhere to run.
0: Okay. He, I mean, and and Alexis and I uh, spoke about that before. Um, He, for him, it's so easy to dismantle a person. Yeah, uh, you know, when when I when I feel it with him. Man, and and you know he went back and forth not only with me with but with uh, Alexis as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he we we just were like, man, what well, what are you going to say? Because pr- first of all, we don't do scripted promos. It's like yeah, yeah. we just go at it, you know, mm-hmm. and and I love it because we had to come up with something that is going to up our game you know it's yeah. like uh, what what it, what it is you know what what you get how you say that what what you see what,
2: what, what it is what it is is what you get yeah what
0: you see exactly you um so you know and he come up comes up with stuff that legit uh, he came up with stuff on 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 my my history back you know back in the day and he just this destroy me like like I came bro he he worked with my head like so bad like yeah. for real yeah like if you if you uh, um basically you no know, you don't put you don't up your game he's going to eat you alive once you go to the arena with him you are already lost you're really yeah. lost because he eats you alive and that's something that I like when I when I said you had to go against uh Zeke it's like I once I wanted Zeke to just up his game and it told yeah. him oh, no mercy on him. Yep. And you and that and that whole story, like it was only for one match, but that people were so into it because actually yeah. when 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 Zeke came with the comeback, that was like back and forth. That was like that was real. Like like Zeke told me I'm going to go for real. I'm not going to and there's going to be people that is going to hit hate me in the back. Say, go for it. That's what Man, I want.
1: Those promos between uh Taino and Zeke were like those those are pretty crazy. Taino was like on fire with those. And you know, yeah. I think what makes Taino's character too is that's Taino, like you said. There's no on and off switch. Yeah. So, that, that's that's why it's was, so that's what so that's those
2: were the promos I was actually referencing, like thinking yeah, of like, was, in like in my crazy. head. Because I remember sitting there with like watching it just with that, like, l- like, like, like that nervous laugh, like, damn, he really just said <laughs> that? Like, like, yeah, I like, like oh, dude,
1: oh, oh, like even <laughs> part of the business,
0: you're like, yeah. oh, oh, wait, oh, okay. Yeah, he, like, he, he just okay. said that. He even yeah. mentioned other promotions yeah. and, and calling him a reject that, I mean, that's real. I mean, that that's for real because everybody who has been with, with Zeke from, from, you know, from the beginning, you know, that that's real. You know, you know that that's real, and that's what because I just wanted Zeke to be like so mad, so so like uh, you know, he, because he has so much potential. He has, I I see on Zeke so much potential, but I need him to be more um, aggressive, more like uh, I'm going to, you know, he he's young. He's been in the business for what, like a year and a half, because he started he started with us on POW too. And we're in pw13. So it's been a year and a half pretty much. Yeah, so that's
2: that's one thing that like what that Is very very uh, For me that's really important with promos is that it has to be natural because If you talk robotic and you sound like you're reading something off of a paper, that's like right next to the camera Then it's you, you you're gonna know like for me like you can ask anybody that i've worked with in the in the ring anybody that i've wrestled against anybody that i've cut a promo on you can ask them i do not cut a promo twice i will talk once and i i I won't write anything down i will as soon as they start click recording that's when i start thinking what i'm gonna say whatever i say in that minute and a half to two minutes is what i'm saying that's what i'm sticking with that's what i'm sending to the promoter and that's what i'm not recording again I will not do it twice because when you say something twice, then you try to hit certain points, you'll get tripped up, and then it sounds robotic.
0: Yep, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's so, just that it's, it's like in boxing and it's like in MMA. Why why McGregor is so so good at it? Not because he's 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 a a, a, a good fighter. He's a good fighter, but I mean, Nate Diaz already uh, uh you know beat him, you yeah. know, um and 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 Khabib. But he plays the part. I mean, he talked he he, he talked the talk and he walked the walk. Same with Mayweather. Yeah. With Mayweather. With Mayweather. Um, it was not because he was undefeated. Well, yeah, he was undefeated. He was handpicked. I hate Mayweather so bad. But it's because <laughs> he knew how to do it. He, he's a he, heel, he was the heel, brother. he's yeah, the bro. heel. He's the he's the bad guy of the building of the uh, of the match. When yeah. when he when he uh, uh, um uh, fought Cotto, I just wanted Cotto to to take you know to rip his head out of his body because i i could not uh i could not stand mayweather you know but
2: it's because he knows your puerto rican pride is showing bro calm down (laughs) i am biased reel it
1: back reel it back
2: (laughs) i am biased sorry i started hearing guido playing in the background i was like bro
0: (laughs) (laughs) so that that's what i'm saying i mean when when that's something that i always keep telling the people you know you cannot uh, pull, you know, you had to go f- full full blast, and no pun intended, but you had to go at it. <laughs> you know, every time that you're going to do a promo, because the person, the person that is going to watch that promo is the one who said, "Oh shit, they're going to." They're going to beat the crap out of each uh, each other. I had to pay a ticket to see uh, that happen. Yes, you thank know, you. But, that
1: is the goal of a promo. And yeah. I feel like some people don't understand that. They think it's just especially, to do it. Like, no, it's not a formality. Like, we're not doing yeah. this to go through the motions. Like, this is and it, and to sell tickets.
2: The social media age is insane. Because, um, like, again, this isn't bragging. This is just my experience of it. But uh, there was, it's, Social media is insane because I I cut a promo for a wrestling company small company Um, and it's another startup company, whatever I cut a promo not you know, it was nothing crazy. It was just on the I was facing, um, johnny zeke for the world heavyweight championship and Uh, I had to cut a promo. It was, you know, a minute and a half maybe posted it whatever I wasn't expecting, you know, anything, but all of a sudden I go back and look and it has like 1.5,000 views, social media, because people send it to each other. People share it, people repost. And it's just like, it's like timeout, even from this small upstart company. That's, you know, it's not hugely known. It's kind of out of the network, uh, town wise, like with their location, but it still got out to this amount of views because of social media. So it's like, so you think of guys who are bigger on the scene, who are working bigger companies, you know, your D3s, your Serpenticos, your, um, you know, you have Gymnasty Boys, you have whoever, their bigger names working bigger companies, you know, if they cut one promo, it's going to get a lot, a heck of a lot more views than 1.5k from a small, you know, upstart company's page. It, it makes yeah. a big difference. So it's like when that's what it, it upsets me a little bit is like when a bigger name gets brought into a company. But they decided not to post that they were coming. It's just like, man, like if you maybe if you would have posted, maybe if you would have said something like even just mentioned, like in a 30 second video saying that you were going to be at this spot this weekend. It's like you could have had more fans coming. You could have had, you know, more money in your pocket, possibly from people buying your merch.
1: Man, along those same lines, like it hurts when somebody doesn't do a promo. And I feel like it's like a double edged sword because the higher up someone gets. Like, the more well-known they get, the the less they feel obligated to do that. It's just like, I'm on your show, like, uh, be happy I'm going to be there, whatever. You know what I mean? Bull crap. Like,
0: We're paying him.
1: <laughs> no, no, look. I, I'm not. I think it's complete bull crap. But I'm saying some of the bigger names, even that we've had, some, some of the the, the the more well-known I mean, people we've had have not cut a promo.
0: Let's go. Yeah. Let's go with this story. And and I don't give a crap because he he blocked me from Facebook. And I'm not going to say the name, of course, because I don't want. Uh, um, is it who know, I think it a is? A yeah, of course. Is 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 the the one that is known for blocking people. Got it.
1: Anyway. All
0: right. So okay. So let's go. So I I told everybody, like to everybody, um, hey, do me a promo. I need to promote the show. Okay. Pause. I, I, pause.
1: Real quick. We shouldn't even have to say it, but continue. Like All right. you don't need to be told to do a promo. I don't no, definitely. I don't think okay. anyway.
0: Yeah, but I mean uh, there's there's companies and there's companies. I mean there's companies that they they, they don't they don't care much about doing a promo. They just send uh the, the flyer on, on Facebook and that's it. Uh but I am very into like you know, promos. You know, you have to do promos because I am very, very big into having a good production because yeah. you know it's for you know for this, the heck of the company, you know, for mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. so so basically I Basically, send a uh, the message to everybody. Hey, you remember the, the promo, you know, da, da da and then he did the promo. I mean, he did the promo, and in the promo, he said, "Um, I don't know why I'm doing this promo. I haven't heard about the other guy, uh, da, da da da." And then I have the promoter to uh, uh you know, bugging me for the promo, and then yelling at me, "Bro, I am not wrestling against you. You don't have to yeah. take shots at me. At me. Yeah. You know." And, uh you know, it's like, I, I don't know if it's like a, it's basically a trend, like when you want to get hit and be a, a good heel to take a shot on, on the promoter. I don't like that unless I am in a storyline with you and I am trying to get
2: aside of all the. Yeah, uh, unless lines. unless you're told to.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh he basically took shots at me. All right. I send a message to, you know, to Frankie. Frankie said, what's an asshole? You know, he's an asshole period you know and uh, um okay i put the promo and then i told him you t- took out at to me and then i said well yeah because i i just think uh, something happened uh, you know and i just wanted to use the same energy you know to sell promo. i said, oh, i just i'm not going to confront, you know i am not a person of confrontation i didn't like it yeah what i did what, what did i do i stopped booking him i mean he was not um you know, he he did not deliver how I expect. How I was expecting to. Hey, I don't care where you wrestle. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you don't if you don't deliver. Hey, I there's there's some some budget that I can do and I can um uh, split more money to the other wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, you know, who are and, busting uh,
1: their asses.
0: Who, exactly, and doing the promos and and doing the part and you know you know setting the ring and, and turning you know the ring and everything, you know, and uh, I can I can put, you know, the money together, you know, uh, split the money. I am telling you this, those there's going to be promoters and I have nothing against promoters. There's going to be promoters that they just, uh, they're big fans of, uh, certain legends or big names or never or anything like that. I am not, you know, uh, my, my thing is, and because I, when I'm coming from, for me, what it sells is the story. Yeah. Bigger. It's a story, period. Because I'm not going to pay $200, $300 for a local name that maybe is going to bring 15 people, and when you do the math, it doesn't add up. Yeah. You know? And But if I can have a budget and I can have the same 15, I had people that they are just you know, locals, one of our core team, they bring 15, 20 people because they just sell tickets because they just tell them, Hey, if you sell tickets, I'm going to give you commission. And they know they can do a big payday for that. And yeah. they bring the same 20, 30 people. And I, and, and and I prefer to pay them for that, than paying a local, uh, um, um, wrestler that, um, uh, they just believe that they are, you know, the, the hot shot. Yeah. And again, I, think- I, I and, and 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 you know me and you, we, we spoke about that before um, mm-hmm. about how other promotions blew their budget, bringing you know people that it doesn't add up. Yeah. To the uh, the promotion. Yeah. Um, but you know you know what I prefer to to invest on the uh, on the up and coming. Yes. Because 100%, if, yes. If, if I do not invest in the up and coming, who's going to do it? I don't I don't want and has been that they give a crap about going coming to POW, going to uh uh, uh other promotions and just getting collecting a payday and that's yeah. it. Because yeah. they don't they already did what they did with the with the uh business. They they always play by themselves. You yeah. know, yeah. no, like, I just care about my up and coming that they care. They still have the passion for the business, they still have the passion for the wrestling. Yeah. That's that's how I see it.
2: Yeah, like for me, I think from my perspective as a fan if i'm gonna go to a wrestling show would it be cool to see a big name there yes but what about seeing the guy that you've been watching for the past six or seven shows and you seeing him get better and get better and get a better opportunity and then all of a sudden he's number one contender for world heavyweight champion and you're like Oh my God, this is like the homegrown kid. Like he, he's been working. Like you see the growth, you see the story and that makes for better, you know, for, for me, that makes for better production. That makes for better matches, especially somebody who has that consistency that is well known to the company. Like you said, there's a better chance that somebody who is quote unquote, a nobody um you know in the wrestling world but they're somebody for pow They're somebody that is going to be there every single time that's going to fill that spot that's going to take whatever you give them and they're going to be thankful for it and they're going to do their 100 percent best those are the ones who bring in the fans yeah it's not you know you can bring this big name sure they might bring you a couple extra people but in reality you know you don't need that you can you can grow talent and you can improve and talent can improve within mm. a certain company as long as they're consistent, of course. And like that's yeah. what one of my biggest things is like people have asked me, like, oh, why don't you you can easily get an interview with so and so? Like, like, why don't you try to get an interview with so and so? Like they're they're in ring of honor. why don't you get a, try to get an interview with with so and so? You know, they have connections to AEW, you know, why don't you talk to this person? Why don't you talk to try to get in contact with the WWE legend? It's like, well, I'm not worried about getting an insane amount of views for me. I'm trying to get more views for my local guys. That's what the yes. whole thing of Hot Dogs and Handshakes is about for me. I'm not worried about trying to interview any of the recently released WWE stars. I would much rather interview uh, somebody who's up and coming and give them Plus, a chance to, then to, then to it let loses, every lo- like know them. It the loses people.
1: its its essence because then it's not based on what Hot Dogs and Handshakes was based on anyway. That's exactly. Ba- that's the whole name of it. That's the whole essence of it. And, and just real quick to piggyback off what we were talking about, running stories is obviously most important to us when, when choosing who we're going to book and, and matches and things like that. So if you bring a big name, what, what, what story can you really tell anyway? Because exactly. chances are you can't afford them more than one time. So you're yeah. going to bring them a one-and-done you're going to hope that they bring some people and you're going to hope that they're not too arrogant or too full of themselves to, to promote and say that they're going to be at this promotion. Right. Yeah. Because like I say, it seems that as people grow and as they get bigger, they, they don't do that. They don't feel the need to anymore. It's like, uh, just put me on the flyer and people will just see me and just go because of that. Like they don't need to do all that other stuff. It's like, what good are you to me if people don't even know you're coming to my show?
2: Exactly. You don't even,
1: you don't even have enough like uh, respect to, to put it on your social media that you're going to be at, at this promotion. So what yeah. good are you to me?
2: Because you got to think of like continuity because exactly like you said, let, let's say you shell out, I don't know, two, three, 500 bucks for a big name to come. Okay, they're going to come, they're going to wrestle one time and then they're going to dip. So what happens if they wrestle your world heavyweight champion and they lose to your champion? But it's in like all of a sudden, it's like there could have been a really good story there, but now I can't afford them. So now you're back at square one. Exactly. So it's like... That's what I think that again, it's continuity. If you can keep this mm-hmm. person and you can keep them coming and you could tell a story and you can build them up to be that main event spot and they can, they continue to do that for you. And you continue to, you know, that those are the people that I believe should get the opportunities and those are yep. the people that do get the opportunities. And I think that's, that's great. Those people who are consistent in their work, in their promos in everything like consistency is one of the biggest things. And it's, like, those are the ones that you really see making their way to different places, who are getting their face seen, like, who are getting suggestions to other promoters, like, hey, like, you should book this guy, like, he does good promos, he's consistent, he'll be here on time. Yeah, because, you know,
1: stuff gets around, like, I don't know if some of the wrestlers know, but if you're disrespectful, like in the business like everybody knows that i don't know if they, they recognize promoters
2: that. talk to each other
1: And wrestlers <laughs> oh. talk to promoters and wrestlers talk to wrestlers like it yeah. gets out like and, i don't know if they opinions,
2: understand but like it, it, opinions matter it's it's very very true like it, sometimes it can be in in a very um, uh and, and like well, there's a lot of animosity behind some of it unfortunately, but the truth is, is a a person's word carries, whether it's true or not, a wrestler's word, a a manager's word, a producer's word, a promoter's word, will carry. Whether it's true or not, it will carry weight. So if you...
0: I will put the example, I will put this example, for this invasion, um, uh, you know, show that we were working, you know, the uh, the Lucian invasion. I was talking to uh, Tampa Pro's uh, promoter, and I was talking to IWA uh, Florida promoter. I remember talking about the same person. I mentioned him to Tampa uh, Pro's uh, promoter, and uh, I said I mentioned the name. Said nope, I don't want him here. And I spoke to IWA Florida, and uh, oh yeah, I heard about what happened. And they said no, no, I don't want him here. You know it runs. You know the. So the then you're not runs. there now, right? Yo. Yeah. Like
1: it. it I mean, and it runs good and bad. People will say, yeah. "Yeah, he's a great guy. Book him. Trust me. It's not only bad. Like, but yeah, no. It, there it goes both there
2: ways. are some like oh, that. Like Sorry, I've always, I've always said it's it's not about who you say knows you. It's about who's willing to say they know you. Yeah, if yeah. that because that I will. I have no problem saying this. Like. Seventy-five percent of the companies that I've gotten into is because somebody else vouched for me and It's it's because somebody said hey, uh, I he's gonna be my referee tonight. Hey, I want to wrestle him tonight Hey, um, you know he can do this for you guys. You should book him.
1: And it's because you made a good impression. Imagine if it was the other way around; it would yeah, be the uh, exact opposite. Because that I same word have would have traveled
2: for me. Exactly, I wouldn't <laughs> have people yeah. vouching for me. You it would have, have them vouching opposite. for you the other way. Like, don't bring him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like hey, no, this dude, no, don't bring him. Yeah, like, you know, uh, after after
0: this, I just I just, I just uh, waiting for the uh, unblocking, another uh rant, and then being block again. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. But man, like that. <laughs> that's,
2: but that's how I got into POW like that's how I got in with you guys. I wasn't booked. I showed up one day and they were like and or no, I you guys had you guys were looking for a referee and somebody guys somebody gave you guys a recommendation and you reached out to Zeke. me. I think it was Zeke. Yeah. I, I think it was Zeke actually. If yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it was Zeke. Yeah. You guys were looking for a referee, he gave you guys my name and and here we are now. With <laughs> the same thing, um um Ma- um Matteo
0: was asking me, "Hey, who is a good uh, you know, who can you uh uh recommend?" For, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to wrestle for us. And, uh, I recommended Sam C and I recommended, uh, Zeke and, you know, and yeah. on, on the, uh, the show that Taco they had at the Attack of both of them wrestle. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, that, that's how you, uh, you know, you, you have to be nice because you never know who's going to, who's going to help you. You yeah. never know.
2: And it's I mean, also like, you never know who you will and will not see again yeah. because wrestling is is will things that you do before will follow you forever so it's you can be wrestling for a startup company today and you can do something there that you thought oh whatever screw these people and oh it's whatever their startup i'll never see them again but then 10 years down the road you run into that promoter again and all of a sudden oh he's the one paying my booking fee Uh uh-oh You know, and and again, like I said earlier, they're going to remember it. People's word is going to carry weight like you don't know who you're going to run into and won't run into again. And it's again, as long as you're respectful and you do what's asked of you, then you have you don't have to worry about that. But then but then if you're going to be popping off on certain people, you're going to be doing things, doing things that you were specifically asked not to do. And it's like it's like, oh, whatever. I don't care whatever. I'm out of here. Those people don't matter. But then all of a sudden, you know, two three years later, you're trying to get booked on a bigger show, and all of a sudden you look and who's promoting it? Oh shoot, the same person guy I you were three years ago. People. Yeah, exactly. like you never know. Yep. And that's why it's like again, I'm 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 thankful that I was raised by good parents with good morals because yes. I try Amen. to respect Thank everybody. <laughs> I try Thank to respect you. everybody. Like you know, res- respect is uh, always like reciprocated, of course. Uh, you know, if somebody shows you respect, you respect them back. But even if they disrespect you, you still show, you know, you don't go back down to their level. You know, you're, you'd you be the no, better No, you person. take
1: the high road, yeah.
2: Exactly. Course. So, and it's like I said, like before, like I was really pissed about that situation that I was in back, you know, when my match got cut and things got thrown out the window. But respectfully, I still did the job. I went and shook the promoter's hand. And, you know, I still talk to them to this day. So, you know, it yeah. still gets – it'll land you – it may get you opportunities, and it may take opportunities away from you. Just yep. your just,
1: just that quick. Yep, that quick. that's
2: true. Mm-hmm. It's just that how you network yourself. You know, it's how you
0: you you, you do network. How do you uh, uh, present yourself? Um, because, you know, even even how you present to a person and how you play the part and how you are, you know, the the effort that you that you do, um, that actually can affect the, the even the pay.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that. That's huge. You can tell the difference between somebody who is invested in the company and wants it to grow and invested in their own personal um, gains, than yeah. someone who just is doing it to just show up, get the payday, and go. It's yeah. it's like super obvious. Like I'm just doing this because I'm obligated. Like uh, the payday, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I like this, but like they're not like striving or hungry. I will say. To, yeah, to like
2: grow. I I forget what the statistic is, but there there was like a report that came out. Study showed that like. Within like however many tenths of a second you you meet somebody you make an impression of them that quickly Yeah, 30 First seconds. Impressions, man. Yeah, no, 30, eight, you know,
0: where, eight, seconds, eight seconds
2: eight seconds. Yeah, it's like however many seconds it takes you immediately oh, yeah. make an impression in them and it's like and, and it's true. It's how you present yourself both visually, but uh, also attitude wise, you yep. know showing up on time and You know all I all have that a part. story
0: man. I have a story that's something that happened to us one time. Uh oh <laughs> so uh, this is one of the uh, female wrestlers, and I'm not again. So I'm not going to say names. They did a, 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 a we contacted her, all right. So, man, we first of all didn't have a uh, a ride, and we knew that how how um how many days uh prior, babe, maybe like through, like one two, or
1: two, like not much two notice at all, like lives yeah. lives far away, uh-huh. far away,
0: exactly, and. Okay, so she did not tell us. I mean, maybe man, maybe a, a, a message, you know, you have me, I already introduced myself, you know, um hey, this is happening. I don't have a uh, a ride. okay, um, so actually it was uh, the the, uh, the contact that we had a, well, she don't have a ride. so what are we going to do? I said, well, we already, you know uh, promoted her for the for the uh, for the show. Um, so let me see what I, what I can do. Yeah. So, but it was because I said, Hey, I haven't heard about, you know, from her, uh, what we're going to, you know, can you check with her? Yeah. Uh, because that other thing is she was not answering my messages. I was like, Oh shit. Uh, what we're going to do. So he contacted her and, um, I said, Hey, he, he, she's telling me that she doesn't have a right. I was like, yikes. Oh. And, um, so I was thinking, I was thinking that only
1: because it was asked, like this information wasn't volunteered. So it was
0: not, it was not proactively telling me because even though it should tell me, Hey, I don't have a ride. Um, I, I would just go and, uh, um, you know, Uh, and, and, and not go, but at least I will, I will figure something out, you know, um, it's no big deal. So, um, so basically I, I call my, my best friend who was coming for that show, he was the guy who uh, actually trained me and said, hey, would you um, do me a favor and, uh, uh, you know, uh, pick, pick her him up. up, you know? Yeah. And I'm telling you, they they don't know each other. Yeah. So that's how it is. So I said, oh, yeah, sure. So when I sent him the message, uh, the, uh, the address, he said, well, she's like 45 minutes from my, uh, you know, from where I live. To the opposite side, so it's basically it's going to be a, a, another forty-five minutes.
2: Yeah, to the to drive, buy, or, you know, both ways. You know, yeah,
0: exactly. So, okay, hey man, I said I'm going to pay you the gas. Just do me a favor, and he did a favor to me. That's awesome. He told me that she was on the phone. She did, she barely spoke to him on the on the car. She just was doing uh, um, um, selfies and whatever. She didn't care about you know. The conversation and he said uh man i just you know she didn't she already spoke she already talked um so basically she came because of that the person that she was supposed to wrestle that day didn't did not show up. up did not oh, show Jesus up christ and and actually uh, um we had to uh, um come up with another um um first another wrestler it was a good a good match thank god um and um but we we didn't know about the other person until maybe like next day. We thought that something bad happened to her, and okay. um, yeah. So so she just the other one left. You know the other one left. Um, I, of course she got her payday. I paid the uh, um, my friend you know for the for the gas and everything. So we are talking about yeah. another amount of money that I was yeah. didn't have yeah, on my yeah. budget. Um, man, not even a thank you. Not even a hey thank you so much for helping me out no nothing nothing so and it was you know i feel bad because it, Yikes, it was a good match you know it was a good match and uh, but man you are an up and coming why you have to do that you know um if somebody asked me one of, because promoters asked me promoters asked me and say well this is happening to me and I'm no i'm i'm sorry, i'm going to just say it because it's something that is about respect. If yep. I am if I am contacting you, may, may, maybe maybe you are not you you're, you do not agree to the payday. If you don't agree to the payday, you, you just tell me, hey, yeah. you know I'm coming from far away. You know we can and we can figure. You know we can work work uh, something. You know we're adults. You know.
2: Let's negotiate.
0: Exactly. <laughs> let's, let's negotiate. This is a business. I understand this is a business. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no no promotion to the show. No nothing.
1: That's, like, my okay. biggest pet peeve is, like, someone yeah. accepting the booking and then, and then like, canceling, like, right before or not even saying anything. And, like, they're just, like, the day of the show or, like, couple hours. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't make it. And, like, wait, what? Like, oh, okay, look, I understand things happen and life yeah. happens and I get <clears throat> it. But for certain things, it's, like... I know that you knew more than like an hour or two in advance. Like give me yeah. some time to do something like, like you made, you like, made
2: this decision the other day. Like, yeah, let's, like, not, like, let's, not, yeah, let's not
1: pretend sometimes even a week or two in advance. Like don't, don't pretend like just be real. Like you got to let me know and don't double book or, or whatever. But if you, if it happens, like please let us know so that yeah. man, we can figure something else out because it's nothing like printing posters and promoting. And sometimes co-main events or main events and and it's the main storyline you've got going man and and the person does not show up it's like wow everything we just built and put all this time into and you just don't show up like how disrespectful all the the respect and trust i put in you to 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 give you that spot and and to put you in that that place
2: yeah
1: within the company and that's that's how it's it's repaid i will say like wow okay
2: no, that, that's very sad, true man. because, yeah, no, because, like, I, so, I, I told, I, we talked, Robbie, before because I told you, like, I, like, if you, if I tell you I'm going to be there, like, I'm going to be there, and you know that, and, and thankfully. Man, we have like, people
1: that, that are, like, they'll come sick, like, they'll do anything, like, to just not miss, yeah. but others is just like, oh, okay, like, um, the I have a nail, sorry, I can't come, yeah. it's like
2: okay yeah no like i i remember i had agreed uh uh nova had reached out to me and asked me he's like hey i have a, a show for brawl usa uh this saturday can you make it and i'll like, say yeah i'll be there no problem and legit like <laughs> three days before i fractured my elbow <laughs> and i i still showed up and he goes bro you want to be in the battle royal and i was like yo i would love to I'll ref though. My arms hurt. Like I'm here, but I have to reference something. My arms hurt. I can't wrestle, bro. He goes. He yeah. goes, bro. Why are you here? Like you should have just let me know. Stayed home. I was like, I didn't want to cancel. Like he goes, like I. I didn't what the show to. that I saw you right? Uh, uh was it? You were there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you there. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. That was, that was, yeah. I, we were uh, and yeah. stuff for for <laughs> but, for our show after that. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. actually yeah that, that was that day so yeah. <laughs> right right before that i had i had messed up my elbow uh at, at a different show like a couple days beforehand so it's like i remember you told me yeah told me. yeah <laughs> that was
0: crazy man yeah that was
2: crazy. but it, it's again consistency because like that's what's gotten me continued uh Bookings is, is people people contacting me to go to their shows because they're I'm reliable and uh, again I'm not even tooting my own horn like this is just stuff that people had told me and I'm thankful to to carry that banner as somebody that's reliable to be there for something and it's that's what everybody else should strive to do is be reliable because if you're reliable then you know people are more prone to give you opportunities before they give somebody else yeah definitely, so definitely. It, well, yeah, it's all about promoting yourself.
0: Alright, so we actually are approaching to the uh, one hour and a half mark. Uh, I think we're God, going to be wrapping it. up. Yeah, that <laughs> was like uh, so, so quick, man. Um, yeah, man.
1: That so, went really quick.
0: Yeah, is uh, this something in particular that you want to, to say before we uh, we
2: wrap wrap this up?
1: Yeah, man. Any closing comments or anything you want to leave us with? Food for thought or
2: something? Food for thought. Um, with all of this BS going on, um, make it time for some sort of self-improvement, whether it be your mental health, physical health, whether it be your creative uh, side, your, you know, whatever, you know, improve yourself in some sort of way. So that when you come out of this, uh, it's not for nothing because all of these shows got canceled, all these different things got canceled. There's a a bigger itch than ever to perform and to to be entertained, to entertain and to be entertained uh, by what we do with wrestling. Um, so like I I, like nova is one of the guys that we've all seen putting out promo after promo and, and just trying to put out content and Uh, and he's excited about the stuff that's coming up. I'm excited about the stuff that's coming up But if we come back and you're still doing the same old thing as before Then you took this time off wrong. You should come back revamped with new energy um, you should be excited you know ready to take any damn booking that gets thrown your way because you haven't wrestled in three months like every, You gotta be ready to go and uh, and that's also the mentality of somebody being somebody reliable being somebody consistent being somebody that's hungry because This is something that you have to have a hunger for it's a passion It's something if it was if it's that old saying if it was easy, everybody would be doing it True. So, you know if if you're doing it, uh, you have my respect uh and uh, check out Hot Dogs and Handshakes podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Hot> dogs <laughs> exactly. and handshakes.
0: Where 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 we can find where we can find you? Uh, give uh, your your uh, pages and uh, yeah, all your um, podcasts.
2: Facebook, Hot Dogs and Handshakes podcast. Instagram at Hot Dogs and Handshakes. Uh, you can also email us Hot and at gmail.com. Uh, we're available on any platform that you get your podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, You can find me on social media, um, my personal page...